You're listening to the Batuta Advocates Weekly News Wrap on Desert Rock FM 96.5. Welcome back to the Weekly Batuta Advocate Bulletin. I'm your host, Clancy Overall, joined today, of course, by Errol Parker. How are you, Errol? Always good, going mad. And Wendell Hussey, how are you, Wendy? Still plugging away. How are you, Clancy? Good. You've been meeting your KPIs and I've been keeping a close eye on it because I've got nothing else to do other than to reprimand staff members. So you're safe for now. That is good news. Let's get on with it. First up today and one of our biggest stories of the week, Virgin Australia is set to change their name after being fucked by coronavirus. Yes, well, well, well. Another crude story penned by Clancy Overall. And funnily enough, it was the biggest story of the week so it just goes to show what i know it really says a lot about our audience doesn't it errol Mm. anyway virgin can no longer call itself virgin after the very public fucking technically a foursome if you count the fact that the government was involved and of course alan joyce was involved in the same bed so yes two names that were marched out earlier this week by the board were experienced australia or easy air what do you think should happen errol should we bail them out and then send Bob Catter down to Bowen Hills with a 12-gauge, demanding Virgin hand over the keys. It might be time to nationalise. Yeah, I wouldn't mind having a, a nationalised airline again. It could be part of the new socialist agenda if Scotty from Marketing does decide to nationalise the airline. However, Josh Frydenberg at this point has ruled any bailouts out. Not getting Icelandic just yet. What else is in the news, Wendell? In other national news this week, and stop eating avocado, says generation that needed $320 billion to protect it from a flu. Yeah, so far $320 billion has been spent in Australia alone on the coronavirus response by the federal government. And if there are 5 million boomers in this country, which I'm pretty sure is a conservative estimate, mind the pun there, The young people of Australia have spent nearly $64,000 on each life. Do you think that's a good investment, Clancy? Well, the stats show that they've spent roughly $10,000 on every life younger than 60 years of age. We'll see who pays off in the end. Was there any comments on that one, Wendell? Yeah, there was one from Chris Dunn who floated up another option. He said, surely the only way to repay the debt is to introduce boomer death duties. An interesting Mm. option. Back home in town now, and we broke a great story about overcoming adversity. Local Papu fakes his own death so that wife can have 10 people over for Orthodox Easter. Yes, after months of his wife complaining that she shouldn't have to miss out on having her dearest friends and family over for Easter just because these bloody skippies can't keep off the cruise ships, Batuta Flight Path resident Yanni Vlandis decided to fake his own death. And he pulled it off with a gory, self-submitted obituary in which he graphically detailed his own murder at the hands of a homeless drug-addicted person who's also Turkish. Yes, that's uh, a story as old as Australia itself, I think. Yes, like many Southern European migrants of Yanni's era, he's done what they do best and found a loophole in the government's social distancing measures. It all paid off in the end. They were able to have all five of their kids over with the oldest grandchild and, of course, roughly 20 to 30 neighbours leaning over the fence. There you go. He could have just planned a anti-5G protest if he wanted to have a large gathering. Elsewhere around town, and as ISO continues to bite, a local F45 chick has begun looking for other ways to have a personality. Yes, quite sad, really. Without the glory of group fitness, local woman Melody doesn't seem to have any defining personality traits. She says she hasn't received a sweaty high five from a stranger in months. Yes, and she probably won't be getting that sweaty high five for up to a year, you know, but at least she's saving a few hundred bucks a week if she's given up the cult of F45. I'll tell you what to all the young people out there who are carrying a little bit too much weight. Here's a diet for you. It's called the don't eat so much fucking diet. And if you want to lose a bit of weight, yeah, 
go and run up and down some fucking hills until you vomit and go home and just eat a grilled chicken breast and steamed vegetables. That's it. Then go to sleep. Then do that every fucking day and you will lose weight. Bit of honey mustard on there. Sounds glorious, Errol. You don't need to pay some fucking washed up, fucking useless cunt to teach you how to fucking punch a punching bag. Just fucking go and run around in circles and don't put shit in your body. Yes, yes. Uh, good, good point you made there, Errol, but, you know, it brings us to the question is how are we going to employ our ex-rugby league players? They can be pokey reps. Ah, good resolution all round. Wrapping up with our last story of the week, and it's a sports one. Teenage son told to find somewhere else to fucking self-isolate after heated LeBron James versus Michael Jordan debate. What a brave young man. This all happened after they watched uh, The Last Dance, whatever the hell that is, the other night. I think you'll find it's the new documentary series that everyone's going wild over. It's replaced Tiger King as the number one streamed documentary around the world while everyone's in quarantine, Errol. And it kind of outlines the last season of Michael Jordan when he was probably as driven as it gets, talking about uh, him being a cold killer on the court, the coldest we've ever seen. But I'd challenge those who think Jordan is the most competitive animal of all time to come out here and watch a 32-year-old reserve-grade hooker go to work in the break during the Batuta Baduri Derby. Or watch Steve Wilson, the opening bowler for the Jugongs, bounce some kid out at Twilight Cricket on Wednesday. Hmm. I'll tell you one thing that MJ wasn't that good at. Baseball. <laughs> Wendell, any comments on that article? Well, there are a lot, but there was a good one from Adam T who said, This kid should be homeless. Dad's done all he can, and he's obviously a lost cause. So, on that note, we'll wrap it up. Thanks for joining us, and we'll be back again in seven days' time with your weekly serving of honest, hard-hitting regional news. Until then, look after yourselves, look after each other, and stay at home. Goodbye. Stay clean. Stay off the beach and wash your hands.